Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Welcome to the Upside Down Smiley Show where we talk about real life, real stories, what really matters to people, and we hear the stories of everyday people because everyday people matter. My name is Shireen and we have Hiro here and we're talking about special needs, specifically autism. Cue the intro. I think the thing with special needs that I think scare people is just the unknown. Yes. And saying the wrong thing and doing the wrong thing. Yes. And just not knowing what to do. So what, what's your experience been like? So one of the main things that I could say is like autism mom, right? Like I'm super yeah. proud. Mm-hmm. I'm, by no means do I, a lot of people feel like they have to apologize. Yeah. Like if I go, hey, you know, my son has autism. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, And you do feel like you're very <laughs> open about it? Yes. In today's day and age, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that have this super negative stigma with like being a special needs parent yeah and some people are very private and they don't want other people to know right they it's maybe they fear yeah it, fear maybe it's i don't i i, I can't speak for them because i'm not like right i knew from jj um is my son with autism mm-hmm. for those that don't know um and he's your he's, third child he's, yes, your youngest he's, child. he's my youngest um so he when he was born from the time he was like right at three months, mm-hmm. I knew something was off. Okay. And he did the normal things, you know, babies do. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know what autism is, it's a neurological and more social disorder. So for my son, when he first was diagnosed, he was diagnosed as moderate um, okay. on the spectrum. Now, no, my son is high functioning. At that age? Um, at what age? Yeah, so they don't like to officially diagnose autism at, on, until at least like three, four, until like yeah. more of the functions because they can categorize it as developmental delays, speech delays, yeah. it could be a hundred other things. There's right? so many different yeah. so possibilities, right? I knew, P.S., I was in the field before, right? So me being a behavioral therapist, me knowing a lot about special needs, learning um, just throughout life in general, knowing mm-hmm. a lot about different things that could happen. I felt like I had an advantage. Yeah. So when JJ was about three months old, I kind of felt like something was off. Okay. Eye contact wasn't right. Um, he felt like listening when he wanted to listen. He wasn't really engaged. He didn't laugh at mm-hmm. all. Like yeah. he would only laugh with my daughter who, um, them two, they have a five year age difference. So she could make him laugh. Um, and that was like it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else could. So yeah. JJ didn't officially laugh until he was literally over a year. He oh, was wow. like 13 months. So a month, you know, over being a year mm-hmm. old is the first time he like laughed. Mm-hmm. Just on his own, saw something and hysterically laughed. Yeah. So there was a lot of signs. And I told my pediatrician, I'm like, I have a feeling my son's on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, he's too young. <laughs> right. Relax. And I'm sure maybe they don't hear it from parents like that. Yeah, because maybe they don't have that experience. Yeah, like I feel people worry about it, but they worry about it in private, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm that person that's like, well, you can only know so much. Mm -hmm. So putting something out there and letting other people give their opinions and give their expressions and their life experiences and stuff, I feel like can help you in ways you didn't know, right? So troubles that you might feel, there might be an easy solution that you didn't even think about, but unless you talk about it and openly discuss it right you're not gonna know how to really handle it. like you can't just yeah. read a book about autism oh yes yeah. each kid is completely different like i said i was a behavioral therapist i worked with kids from all types of spectrum mm-hmm. so when you look at jj now you don't see adversity there okay. isn't a lot that you can 
see that he does because mm -hmm. he used to have meltdowns he used to have he used to get stuck on his like numbers and we'd be at the store and people stare and they make it awkward yeah. and you know for them they're like oh he's just a bad kid yeah but in reality it's like no my son's brain doesn't function like your child does yeah. and doesn't process the information so he had sensory overload couldn't go to like dave and busters so people would stare and it made mm -hmm. it uncomfortable in the point but it was for me because i am vocal and be like oh i'm sorry does my son's autism make you uncomfortable mm -hmm. and then it gets that realization for people to be like okay wait maybe i did do something and then it's like if they didn't know what autism was i hope that they go home and research it you yeah. know like and i think that's for me as a parent has made it one of the hardest things yeah it's like just seeing the reaction to people and seeing like how uncomfortable people get that don't know anything about it so yeah. it's like you don't have to be uncomfortable i don't mind questions mm -hmm. um i personally don't i don't know about all parents. yes right, like, right right other parents might not want to talk about it openly. yeah but for me i'm like no i you know my son did speech therapy did ot did mm -hmm. physical therapy did everything that there was under the sun and you know it helps it's a struggle you know school stuff like he goes through he's high functioning so kid yeah knows math better than a fifth grader and he's yeah. in second grade right now like yeah. he does he's super advanced and stuff but that social component he's not so mm -hmm. like if he was here hello when you're like dude personal space mm -hmm. go that way like yeah. why are you so close to me yeah right? so like little social aspects of that he doesn't get so when he's out it is hard to get people to understand his little quirkinesses, you know, like at the park and how he's yeah. trying to befriend kids. It's like, he doesn't mean to be that like awkward that. kid, right? right? But it's like, it is kind of weird and he's still learning how to approach kids appropriately, right? When people are in a situation where they're interacting with a, a child that has autism, what's your advice to them? Ask the parent. Mm -hmm. Ask the parent, what does your child like to do yeah. to teach them how to engage with other kids right so yeah. the biggest benefit in our house is that we have five children right mm -hmm. so jj gets my you know husband has kids and then i have my older kids yeah so he's a luckily, lot of social yeah. interaction absolutely and yeah. so he had great social interaction with my older ones mm -hmm. when as he was getting older but that part of having somebody a little closer to his peer group mm -hmm. that really made that true peer-to-peer -peer interaction is what helps so if you have a family friend right mm -hmm. that has a kid similar age ask them yeah. what is the kid like but also teach your children at home like they might not like the loud noise they might have a specific mm -hmm. way of being or they might not like jj used to be touch he'd have a meltdown because mm -hmm. that was too much in his comfort yeah but could his brain which he has said when he's cold or something's itchy or it doesn't feel mm -hmm. good he does let you know that now but he mm -hmm. wasn't able to express that before right? think <clears throat> like having those conversations at home yes. with your child is probably very important because i think you know oftentimes if you're not in those situations yeah you, you don't, don't you don't, don't have to talk it. about it yeah. right so yeah and i think probably having conversations with moms like you so you know what to address yeah. with your child absolutely and i think that's it's not about, you know, how do you just ask somebody? If you can, you, we all can feel energy and mm -hmm. human energy and just directly ask somebody, go, hey, do you mind talking about it? Yeah. And I feel like that would should be the starter piece for mm -hmm. a lot of parents. And I feel for me in my position, 
being a special needs mom and being that I am so vocal about having a son with autism, yeah. I think it makes that a little easier right. as an approach. Yeah, you know, you're an approachable person. Yeah, like just in general. But mm -hmm. some people still feel that they're uncomfortable. So I can tell somebody's curious about something. So I ask them like, want to know something? Mm -hmm. Do you have a question? And they're yeah. like, well, ask me. I, I want to be able to help you because in turn it does help my child because right. he has to function in this world. In society. With everybody. Mm -hmm. We yeah. teach him at home yeah. how to be kind to one another. Right. How to embrace differences mm -hmm. and I feel like if we taught our children that at home more that they'd be able to easily accept it. My son's in a mixed, he's in 50-50 so okay. he's, half the time he's in a smaller structured classroom and the other half he's in a regular classroom so he does have to interact with these kids. Yeah. So the school can't legally tell you your child's in class with a special needs kid. Okay. So I feel like for parents, it's very important to have those conversations at home. And yeah. if you want to ask a kid, hey, is there any kid that is a little different or maybe mm -hmm. does have a aid helping him? Yeah. The kids know. I feel like if we express that and accepted each other's individuality and little yeah. quirkinesses and fun things about each other, I feel and like not kids try would to have it. feel like you have to fit in and be like oh, this the standard or what this really is don't. right and, and i think that's <laughs> but that's what we heard when we were kids right and i, I know that's still the, the yes. same because i've heard yes. my nieces say things like that too yes. in this whole life journey do i worry for my older kids no not as much mm -hmm. i worry about um all the rest no i don't like you know i i don't and you, you know out of the five kids that are in our house jj's my concern because I am worried. I don't know sure. how society is going to accept him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to understand why he acts the way that he does. Yeah. My son's seven right now. There's yeah. still 11 years until he gets at an 18 mark. Where but that's going to a long life to live. Yeah, where that's going to be like, okay, I got to let him do those things like mm -hmm. go to work. How are people, if he get, when he gets a job, right? if those interactions with people what if he does do something wrong and somebody screams at him and somebody yells at yeah. him like how is he gonna be able to handle that or if he's gonna be able to handle that right what if my son just decides he wants to run off and hide in a corner yeah that's like reality for me yeah. the transitions in itself have been cool so right. and seeing the growth right yeah and i'm sure there's other moms that either have these kinds of fears or are going through similar things with their yeah. own children and I'm so thankful for you to be like open about it because yeah, you're supposed to like yeah. we're moms We're supposed to help each other. That's the whole point of there's no parenting need to, There's no general. need to be like competitive no, and at all I think for in, what and I think in general like all the topics that I try to talk about it's the premise of it all I think is communication it's like just it's a bottom root just anything, any, anything, life. anything anything like anything mental life. health you start talking about it more and I'm I'm I do it too. I, I try to like bottle it up. I try to deal with it with yeah, myself. But you need to just you need <laughs> to talk about it. And because there's people in your life that want to help yeah. and people want to listen and people want to be there for you. Yeah. And um yeah. Well people want to learn too, right? Yeah, so exactly. it's like what situation you're going through, I think we don't realize how many people behind closed doors go through. Are the a same lot. thing. Yeah. A lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. What we think is like I'm in this little bubble by yeah. myself. No, you're really not. You're in this world with a bunch of people that go through a lot of stuff and mm -hmm. i feel like once we talk about it and not pretend to be 
perfect yes. superwoman and superman mm -hmm. and all these other attributes that we yeah. want to pretend like we don't have anything wrong. Right. The reality is, is that's what life is. Everyone's going through something. We are. Mm -hmm. Even in this, whatever level, what something small to me could be huge to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, my son having his emotional meltdown, I'm like, all right, let me know when you're right. done. We'll figure it out. Somebody else, it is embarrassing. Very, it is. Yeah. I was never embarrassed about it. I was more hurt because mm -hmm. I wish people understood things more. Yeah. But it wasn't for me to be like, well, they look at me like a bad mom. No, I didn't care. Right. But you thought my kid was bad. And right. that wasn't even the reality of it. Right. It had nothing to do with parenting, mm -hmm. had nothing to do with anything else. Sort of like, you know, families like really struggling with, um, you know, when they have a child that has like, you know, oh, their yeah. disability or a special need. And, it is, because um, there's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot of like, pressure, a lot of stress. Thank you so much for being here. Thank oh, you so much for, for watching. Right, thank you guys. Bye.